Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of Kids Views. And today we are all trying a new experiment. (laughs) We are waiting for our new studio to be set up. So instead of all in the studio together, we are all virtually together um, with you. So I am here in the Manhattan Bureau, <laughs> and joining me from Brooklyn <laughs> is Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hello. Hello. And Andrea Smith in our New Jersey Bureau with a, actually, I think you both have cats. My cat <laughs> like, is like, has decided to just try to knock everything off the shelf <laughs> now, like in this moment. <laughs> so. That's because cats are jerks, and I say that as someone who loves my cat. Cats are just jerks. I mean, seriously. Okay. So, hi from the Jersey Bureau. <laughs> Hello. Um, so, today on the show, we are talking about holiday headaches, because, of course, when coming up with an idea for a show this week, um, I think what's on everyone's mind is the looming holiday, the end of shopping, and tipping, which somehow comes up every year as if it's brand new. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I've had, I've lived in either doorman buildings or now I have a live-in super. And yet every year my husband and I are like, what do we give them? Who do we do? Like, <laughs> you make a list, like with the bus driver, the whatever. And I swear to God, every year you'd think I'd never done this before. So we're going to talk about that and then we'll have our bites of the week. All right. So, Andrea, you were the one who said we should totally talk about tipping. Um, And I think we have to start with who do you tip? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, the whole thing happened because I've always tipped my FedEx guy and my UPS guy because I get a lot of packages. Um, And even the people who bought my house texted me and said, how should you tip the delivery people? But now where we are, there's, a, there's, you know, the people who work in the clubhouse and there's the front gate person and there's, the, you know, like there's all of these people. And how many people are you supposed to tip? Well, did they give you a holiday card? Because I always think it starts with you get the subtle holiday card that's sort of wishing you happy holidays. But really, it has the list of every employee in your building or your community where you live. And. The reason they do that is because they know you don't know everyone's name and they don't want you to forget to give money to some everybody, right? Oh, that's so yeah. smart. They did that in my mother's building. All the doormen, the handyman, uh-huh. they listed everybody. Yeah. No, we didn't get that. So I don't know. Really? So you yeah. just got free. So, <laughs> you only have to give so people thinking, you remember. I'm thinking so, you know, the mailman, the UPS guy, the people that I normally do, but I don't know. I mean, the mailman's not supposed to accept gifts. You twenty know bucks. That. They you so you can leave okay. twenty dollars. You cannot give more than twenty dollars. Um, but then there's you know the person who cuts my hair. There's the person who does my nails. There's like those no, people. No, no, they they get they get tips like when yeah. they do that stuff. Right, but do you also give them a holiday gift? No. I okay. So my theory is if you go to do those things during the holidays, then yes. If you don't do those things during the holidays, then you don't make a special trip to your doctor's office to give them a gift or your hairdresser to give them a gift. Like, but if you're there and it's sort of the week before Christmas. Wait, you tip your doctor? No, but you maybe like, so let's say you go to a doctor a lot or you've had a, I don't know, like I feel 
So my daughter has a physical therapist right now for because she's in rehab for her for knee. She sees him twice a week for like mm. it's six months and we're four months in. Like, how could she not give him? Right. But do you some give like Christmas cookies gift next like, year or like something? He's yeah. so healthy. Yeah. I don't know what to get him. <laughs> like, healthy people. Good thing are of the celery. Hardest. Yeah, really. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's some celery. Right. But like, yeah, let's just say you just happen to have a doctor appointment in the next two weeks. That would be weird if you just mm. brought a Christmas gift, right? Like, I don't know that I would do. I can totally understand why you would do that. I don't I don't know that I would do that in the doctor's office unless, you know, I was going very frequently or like right. a physical therapist, like you say. But, you know, I do certainly, I, I, I tip all year when I get my nails done, but if I'm going two weeks before Christmas and they always give like, they always have these little wrap things of like green tea or hand cream or something that they give out to their steady customers. So I feel like you have to give them something. What do you give? <laughs> money, money? Or do you give a I thing? I give money. I give, if I were a baker like Amy, I would probably spend a week baking cookies, you know, and just making like nice little things of homemade cookies or banana bread or something. But because I'm so inept in that area, I take all the money that I would have spent on the ingredients <laughs> and I tip them. <laughs> I, Can I just mention while yes. we're talking about making a bunch of cookies for Christmas, friend of the show, Jennifer Perillo, if you follow her on Facebook and it's probably on Instagram too, has made about a thousand yeah. dozen cookies. This yeah, week. But it was where am insane. I? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's an excellent question. Because <laughs> yes. she made my favorite cookies, and I was like, "Um, I don't get those in the mail from you." <laughs> like, Which ones are like, your favorite? The rainbow, the Italian. They call uh, them rainbow. They're really Italian flag yeah. cookies, but those are my favorite. Yep. Well, all I know is that no matter how many cookies I make, it will be like one one hundredth of the amount <laughs> that Jennifer Perello made this year. It is truly insane. Just wanted to mention that because we love her. So my one of my daughter's schools, in, in lieu of money for the teachers, because high school is sort of different. Like people, you don't, you don't ever go to the school. I don't know when you tip your teach, whatever your teacher gifts. They ask everyone to bake cookies, and then like the PTA people put together these massive cookie baskets for every teacher because oh. everyone sends in cookies, homemade cookies, and. Last year, I was like, oh, my God, we got to make the cookies. And my daughter told me there were like hundreds and hundreds of cookies. I mean, these teachers must get. Those poor teachers. I know. They must get like 30 pounds of cookies each. Don't you think I'm they'd like, rather have a bottle of wine or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it would be like. <laughs> I, I think you but should give them the cookies crazy. and a gift certificate to a gym so that it evens out <laughs> it evens out or just a bottle of booze thanks for dealing with my child yeah. <laughs> i'm sure you need this yeah. or a gift certificate to a place that sells booze right i mean i will say teacher gifts i think are a much bigger deal when your kids are little because yeah. you're in the classroom a lot and you see the teachers and generally there's like an, a little holiday party and that's where they give the teacher the gift and that's where it can become very competitive and weird especially if you're in a new york city school where our son like Everyone said, no gifts. It's a pooled gift, gift from the class. And then, of course, there's like the one person who shows up with the coach wallet for the teacher. Uh. Or the, like, really? Why? <laughs> what kind of grade are you buying for your child in third grade? Like, get over yourselves. But it happened every year. We would say, it's pooled, it's from the class. And inevitably, there are those parents who also have to give 
some other thing. Mm. That's annoying. Yeah, I'm glad I'm past that stage. I'm so happy I'm past it. I don't even think about it. I think that schools should all pool money and just evenly distribute it to the teachers. Yeah. I think it becomes very competitive of which classes give the most. And didn't one of your very the schools strange. that your kids go to, they, they, that they went to, didn't they do something like that? I feel like you were telling us yeah, about that. Yeah, my daughter's middle school. My daughter's middle school, it was all pooled. Yeah, that was an amazing idea. I was jealous. It's a much better idea. Um, so, okay. So we're saying that you tip for your regular people. So if you get a lot of deliveries, if you're mailman, if you're whatever, but you don't have to tip, you don't have to go out of your way to gift every single person in your life. Like right? if I wasn't like, going to get my nails done, I probably wouldn't give them a holiday gift. Right. Yeah. If I'm going, then yes. I will say mm. in, in my past life, when I worked for a billionaire and his family as their house manager, or whatever you want to call it, um, boy, did they gift everybody, <laughs> like every doctor's <laughs> office, because I'm the one who had to do it. Like every doctor's office would get just like baskets of like really high-end truffles and ev like every single place. Wow. How much crazy. did they spend like at, a, at Christmas time on tipping? You know, I don't even remember. I don't even remember the tipping part as much as running around the city gifting like just having these gifts calling in orders from the wine stores from chocolate from to everywhere to doctor's offices dentist offices to i mean it was crazy um and that was aside from all the corporate gifting for like the secretaries and that you know like if you have someone in your office you have to gift your employees at some level right like they might have a company gift like a i don't know like a bonus basically a financial bonus but usually if you're high enough up, if you have an assistant, if you have someone, you also are going to give a gift to that person. Um, my husband gets a lot of alcohol. Yeah, mine um, too. Not really from his job, like from clients. Yeah. Um, but he also gets this amazing coffee cake every year. And like, it's, it's mid-December. I'm kind of like, where's the coffee cake? <laughs> Is that coming this year? I look for, I could go buy one, but I look forward to that every single year. Yeah, I will tell you that it's, um, my dad was a doctor, is a doctor, but when he was in private practice in a neighborhood in Brooklyn that was very heavily Jewish and Russian and Italian, we had the best banquets for the patients. Like there were just <laughs> certain patients you knew and every year was amazing. How I mean, actually some of them was just all year round. Like every time they had an appointment, they would always show up with baked goods. But I miss that. It was like old fashioned Brooklyn. Yeah, my dad's a piano teacher. My, my dad's a piano teacher, and he used to come home with so much stuff at Christmas. It was yeah. ridiculous. Like, every house would send him home. <laughs> so, see, you have to tip the piano teacher. Yes. So, yeah, tipping's tough. There are a few articles we can link to online. There are some good ones about, like, rule of thumb, sort of how much you tip people, whether yeah. it's just an extra whatever your session would have been, if it's, like, a trainer or, um, you know, babysitter is a big one. How do you gift your babysitter if you're mm. a regular babysitter? Um, I've heard that you know. two weeks is a guideline for like babysitters and cleaning people. That I don't know. That seems like I have either of those a lot. So. A nan well, I think a nanny it's two weeks because they're an employee. Like it's you, you're basically bonusing them. I guess a regular babysitter. If you had like a Saturday night babysitter, I think a lot of people. If your babysitter is a young woman, do you like. The manicure gift certificate or Starbucks. Like they tend to do a lot of gift certificates mm -hmm. rather than cash. Yeah. But 
I have mm-hmm. always given my housekeeper a week's pay. Yeah. Like, okay. That's nice. Yeah, you kind of have to. And mm. then you, like, go away, so then they don't work the next week, which is totally, that's, like, not good. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so, really, you're just <laughs> making up for the pay that exactly. they're losing. Um, I, my biggest tip every year is always to the UPS guy, because, I mean, really, I should just buy him a new car every year or something, because, I mean, we get, like, five deliveries a day. But, okay, this is the horrible part. Like, you start out by saying, Rebecca, that it seems like a new thing every year. I never get around to tipping him until like mid January or early February. Like I can't get it together to like get crisp bills <laughs> to put in a card. And I don't just want to like shove a wad of money in his hand. Like I want it to be nice, but I'm never organized enough. And it's like, I think at this point he just expects it in right. February. I will tell you a new thing, which is that, um, and I don't know if this is true of all banks, but Chase and maybe a couple other, definitely New York, you can now select the bills you want yes. to receive so if you want 50s like you can select it at the atm which is so nice for gifting so that's excellent yeah so then you don't have to wait in line with the teller to try to get like bigger bills if that's what you're using um all right well that's my tipping <laughs> that's my tipping thing the other thing that is my holiday head it's not a holiday headache but i will say um we do a massive family vacation every year and by massive i mean my husband's entire family so there's like 13 to 15 of us depending um and it's a lot it's a lot of togetherness it's a lot of um depending on where you are and i think every year you have to sort of regird yourself for what it means Uh to spend like a very concentrated amount of time with family um, if you're, especially when you're in a house all together or something like that, oh. but also for cousins that don't necessarily see each other, maybe they see each other once a year, um, sort of having things prepared that help them break the ice again, you know, or bring them together or things like that. Um, so I can say in our family, the most fun things, and actually this works for even not family. Cause my daughter just did it this weekend at a conference are board games like universally Mm -hmm. and they make a great gift. So if you're actually being hosted at someone's house, showing up with really fun board games that they get to keep is so great and always welcome. Yeah. It's like a great hostess gift. Um, so I just have to recommend exploding kittens, (laughs) which I don't know if you guys have played for kids. It's basically cards against humanity ish, (laughs) but for kids, has the same impact where all you hear is like massive amounts of laughter coming from the other room. And it's good for like all all (laughs) disgusting, gross. Yes. The other great thing about that game is that you actually have to pay attention the entire time. If you actually want to like participate and win, you can't like be on your phone. You can't be paying attention to other things. You have to be like zoned in on the game. So it's a good way to get everybody like doing the same thing. So another really fun game we did at things brought, um, to my son and so we brought it to my stepdaughters um the mouth guard game have you guys seen that where no. you it's just like i looked at it and went, oh wait, this I is saw disgusting you put a mouth guard in your mouth and of course everyone's taking pictures you know Ooh, ha, 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 let me oh, see like picture. the dentist like, like the dentist and mouth they do out? it and then you get a card and you have to say what's on the card and other people have to guess what it is you're saying and we laughed so hard 
was Wait, so... do you have to share the? No, mouth you get guard? your own mouth guard, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then at the end, it's like, ew. Okay, everybody, put your mouth guard in the sink, and they can go in the dishwasher. So it's very okay. yeah. Oh, there's something really. <laughs> Somebody did that. I feel like it. Like I don't know. Some talk show did that, and they had like famous people. Oh, doing it. It was so hilarious. Funny. I'll try to remember who it was and link to it because I was dying, but I can't remember who it's it was. It's so funny. And my stepdaughter, of course, took a picture of me with my mouth guard, and I keep waiting on Facebook every day for it to show up somewhere. <laughs> Step monster I, of the year. <laughs> I have a picture on my blog with one of those oh, in no. when I was getting Invisalign. So <laughs> mine is already out there. It is so freaky looking. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's you look like an just alien. Doing that to your mouth. <laughs> yeah. How it distorts your whole face. Yeah, I highly recommend all those. I think it's even better than like watching movies. You know, I think you need something that sort of bonds everyone first and gets everyone laughing and then you can go do the other stuff. Yeah. But it's so much fun. When my daughter was at a conference this weekend, and this is like hundreds of kids from all over the country don't know each other and they ended up playing Cards Against Humanity and it just It's like a unifying it, thing. Yes. They had the And best if you time. don't want Cards Against Humanity, which can get, you know, very adult and racy. Um, racy, what an old person word. I know. Uh, <laughs> um, You're so sassy. I, I don't know what word I was going for, but um, Apples to Apples is a really yes. good, it was, it predates um, that game. And it's, I, I had that game way before I had Cards Against Humanity. And it's just great for families. It's great for kids. It, it's the same kind of idea. Yeah. So you can have all that fun without having to like explain to your mother what right. butt plugs are right yeah or have your mother use it very knowingly yes that <laughs> would be worse uh yeah it's one there actually are, there are lots of editions of cards against humanity too i feel like there is like either a teen or a kid they did come out with a lower age oh good version um, because my, my son was here playing at one time with his friends when they were all like maybe 14 and I was in the next room and I was like, I, I have to pour bleach in my ears. I, right. <laughs> I do not want to hear my son and his friends saying these things. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Well, so it's interesting what you say about going away with families, Rebecca, because I was talking with a girlfriend today and of course, you know, she's doing her annual get together with her husband's family for Christmas. And she said, you know, I kind of feel like as I get older, I'm just less willing to deal with the dysfunction. <laughs> and it was just so, it just resonated, you know, because you spend so many years and you know this one person's going to behave this way and the other one's going to do this thing and one person's going to say something that sets the other one off. And, you know, I mean, you go away with, with your husband's family every year. You kind of know the characters. And I do feel that as I get older, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever i'm not putting up with your crap anymore yeah I it's true you just have to go into those situations sort of wide-eyed and accepting like and and i don't think it's um i don't know i i think people revert if it's your if your spouse's it's your spouse's family like everyone reverts to being 12 years old again when they're around their own parents yeah. So you just kind of, or with their siblings or whatever it is. So you just have to know, like, if you're the outsider, you sort of have to be like, I'm just going to let them be and then work out their thing. But if it's your family and it's the other way, you, it's just, it's, I think, so much harder, actually, because you're the one reverting and you're the one falling back on old habits. And right. you just have to schedule separate time. That's what I think it is. You have to have like, a place key. you can I go. I think that's very Separate key. time is key. Yeah. 
And that's okay. Even if you just volunteer to go grocery shopping, just do it. <laughs> just yes. be that person. It's like, I will do that. Um, yeah, I just give it up. <laughs> there was a really funny article before Thanksgiving about why you should pick a fight at Thanksgiving dinner. And I, I think it applies to Christmas too. I will try to find it. It's not going to be easy. I feel like it was on Slate or something like that, but it was hilarious. I don't advise following its advice, but it was really funny. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I actually always um, have a great time at Christmas with my husband's whole family because, again, I'm the outsider. Right. So, like, not it's not hard for me. Like, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I love it. You don't it. have all the baggage. I don't. And I, I just, you know, I, I've known them for a very, very, very long time at this point. So, and I, we all know each other. And I just kind of think everyone's like, whatever. Like, you just have to know. <laughs> you just have to manage your spouse, mm -hmm. I think, more than anyone else. Yeah. Um, but we keep Christmas very small, okay. so I don't have to manage anybody like Christmas, except for a couple of years when we had some friends, um, a couple of friends over who, who didn't have any family in the area. Other than that, it's always just the four of us. And so it's like the total opposite of Thanksgiving. Andrew and I talked about this a lot. What, uh, when we talked about food, when, when you were, um, when you weren't here. And so like, I have no stress about Christmas at all. Like it's the four of us. It's a normal dinner, just fancier right. with more desserts. That's it. Yeah, for me, it's just, it's always we're away. It's always the away part. But I think that, um, I don't know, I think people just, if you really can't do it, you shouldn't do it. That's what I think. I think it's not worth um, the pressure it can put on a marriage or your kids or whatever. Like, if you really can't handle people in your family, <laughs> maybe just just stay home or just don't mm. or just let your spouse go without you or whatever it is. I think it's not worth Ooh, letting your spouse go to a holiday dinner without you. That would be a whole new fight. Well, it might not be the holiday, right? I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> it's like the worst thing. I just, I don't know. I think people have to either, they just have to figure it out and not let it be the same thing every year. If it's really full of anxiety and pressure. Yeah. And yeah, dysfunction. Oh, that's such a horrible thought. Like we don't, I just don't have those kinds of holidays. That would be awful. Right. Yeah, but, but your husband but goes Omar, without you right. to see Omar his parents. Omar takes the kids to his parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah not, not for holidays. Just not like he Christmas. just goes dinner twice a year right. um, with the kids to, so that he can see his parents. And I have no business right. going down there because right. I like having the time alone. And... So if it was over the <laughs> holiday, would you, would you say, I want you to stay home? <sighs> I don't think so. Not at this point. Like we've just been together for too long for I mean, we're not, we're not all that precious about that kind of stuff. You know, like right. if he wanted to get, like, if there were amazing fairs on Christmas and he wanted to go see them, I'd be like, all right, yeah. make sure you're home next year. You know, it's, we've just, we've been together for a thousand years. Like it's not, a <laughs> that's what I'm anymore. saying. The older you get, you're kind of like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Totally. Like, right. I remember like, um, 15 years ago, our son was one and we were having Christmas in Buffalo and I was there already. And my husband and son were supposed to fly in on Christmas day and there was a huge snowstorm and they couldn't get out. So like I'm sitting in my sister's house waiting for them. And it was like before everybody had cell phones and before you could like look up the exact, you know, status of everything online. And he is sitting on a plane on Christmas with a one-year-old for like <laughs> nine hours. <laughs> So he definitely had the short so end of that stick. We, we know who got the better deal there. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it was it was awful because like we didn't know at any point if they had taken off and should we start dinner right. without them and like were we actually going to see them. So like I didn't get to spend Christmas with them that year. That sucked because like our son was one or maybe right. two. Right. Um, but now who cares? I can't. I can't even. I, I I can't lie. I'm not all that. Like I don't know. I guess that's what it is. Just pick your battles and like you just have to decide what's worth it. Yeah. Um, and it's better to have a happy holiday yeah, for the majority of the people in your family than have, you know, just decide and don't, I don't think people should just feel obligated for, for no reason other than guilt and obligation. Yeah. At some point you can create your own family memories and traditions if you need to. And I would also advise that people do what I did and marry someone who is of a totally different faith than your family. Not that my family is religious, but we definitely celebrate Christmas and his family does not. So like that cuts out so many things when you actually do want to be together. Like just right. you know, if you're Jewish, marry a Christian. If you're Christian, marry Muslim, like so that you're never competing for holidays. I think that's the best marriage advice ever. <laughs> See, I always say marry an orphan. That's always Oh, that's right. Yeah. But there anyway. you go. That works too. An orphan of a different yeah. religion and you've got it all covered. That's it. It's perfect. <laughs> you're done. All right. With that, we will wrap it up and uh, we'll be right back with our bites of the week. We're so holiday happy around here. Right? We'll be right back. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We are back with our bites of the week. Amy, what you got? Okay. So this one relates to our first topic, tipping. Um, it's one of my favorite episodes of Friends. Um, I have this tradition when I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas dinner, which I love to do. I love making huge dinners. I always just play every holiday episode of Friends and Frasier and West Wing, like all the holiday episodes that I can find. And this is one of my favorite ones. It's the one where Monica tips everybody with homemade cookies and it does not go well. Like <laughs> everybody hates it. And I'll just link Aww. to the episode on Netflix because it's hilarious. Everybody just wants money. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's like the message of the episode. Just give money. All right, Andrea. All right. Speaking of money. So this week I did something. I spent money and I am wishing I had done this a year ago. So you guys know every time I come in, by the time I hit the studio at what, 1130 off the train, I am diving for the plug charge my phone. Yes. 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 And so I decided for the holiday, I'm buying myself a new phone. And as a holiday gift to my son, who's been coveting my old iPhone 6, I'm going to put in, I was going to give it to him. And I thought, well, how am I going to give it to him? The battery dies, you know, with all of his sports updates and stuff, it'll be dead by 10 a.m. <laughs> so I went online and I made an appointment with iCraft. They are the people who come to your house and fix your cracked phone screen. Oh, I like anything that comes to your house. They come yeah. to your house. They fix phone screens. Uh, for an iPhone 6, a broken screen is $89. For a 6S, it's $99. So I said to them, what about a battery? Do you replace batteries? And he said, yes, we do. It's about $60. Wow. And I said, come to my house. And they came to my <laughs> house. And he not only replaced the battery, but he walked through, like they do a whole 10-point test because they want to make sure your phone's working before they take it apart. 
so that if it's not working after, you can't say, you know, well, you right. did. Sure. So I was, I thought that, you know, I really wanted to make sure that the phone was working properly before I gave it to my son. The screen is fine. They tested the headphones. They tested the fingerprint. They tested everything. He opened it up. I took great pictures. You'd be very proud of me. <laughs> and literally pulled out the old battery, the glue. Like it was, it was so difficult to get it out. It was glued in so far. Wow. And he replaced the battery. And it is all put back together again. And my phone, it wasn't until like 8 o'clock tonight that I even thought about charging it. So, wow. A, it's great. And B, why didn't I do this a year ago? Wow. You know what? <laughs> my daughter got an iPhone. And I think she broke the screen like two weeks later, even though she had a, you know, a protector in the front and like kind of a cheap. She didn't want a huge case on it, but it did have some yeah. protection. And she cracked the screen horribly like two weeks later. So it's been like that for like eight months. And our rule with our kids is we will pay for your phone. We'll pay for your service, but you have to pay for the insurance. And if you do anything, you have to pay for the deductible. So she refuses to pay to get it fixed. Like she's just like, it's fine. I don't care. She's, she's like the, the guy in that old commercial with like bleeding fingers trying to use his phone. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'll get her that for Christmas. Yeah. Have somebody yeah. come. It's so easy. It. And just, I mean, I, Paid with a credit card. He was able to do it. I signed my name right on his phone. I mean, it was it was so easy. And he was the I nicest cracked. guy. And yes, I tipped. <laughs> Very nice. It was All one right. of those, am I supposed to tip him? But yeah, I cracked. Yeah. So so check it out. Nice. That's so funny. So um so I just got back from my very long trip um to Israel. And I'm not gonna talk about that now because we'll talk about it on a leader podcast, but I slept really well in every hotel. And the first night was shocked when everyone the next morning was talking about how thin the walls were hmm. and how it sounded like the people next to them in their room were like in their room talking on the phone. Like they were freaked out. They actually thought someone was in their room. <laughs> and I realized I didn't have this problem because I have the white noise app on my mm. phone. And I could not remotely travel without we used to actually travel with a sound machine and now i just have it's literally called white noise app um it's free i set it to brown noise which is the noise that actually filters out high pitch sounds and like all these sounds better than quote unquote white noise so they have all these different gradations of noise i like brown the best um, you plug your phone in, you put that app on, it goes all night long. You do not hear people opening and shutting doors. You don't hear people next door to you. You don't hear any TVs. It is the only way to sleep in a hotel. But as you, far need as I'm to, concerned. you need to keep your phone plugged in all night. Yes. It'll drain your battery. So your phone's plugged in next to your bed anyway. Right. Phone's plugged in, apps on, um, the second you close it to do anything, it's, it's off. It doesn't like stay on in the background. It has to be on. But it's the greatest thing ever. Um, and I honestly like I use it if we travel with my with family, like wherever we are, I have the white noise app. Um, I'm also used to actually live in the city. So we have like an air purifier that's on or in the summer it's air conditioning. So I'm used to that background noise. Some people hate that. But I love it, and I can't recommend it enough. And if you travel with kids, it is priceless. It's not even—I was going to say it's worth every penny, but it's free. <laughs> like, 
It is the Even greatest better. thing ever if you travel with kids. It blocks out every noise. Um, so I recommended it to everyone on my trip. And then everyone was like, wait, this is the greatest thing. Like, I love this. I'm like, I know. It changes your life. That and a good sleep mask will change <laughs> your life. Um, so that is my recommendation. I actually even used it on the airplane mm. um, with my earbuds in. It was great. So that is my recommendation. If you travel, if you're traveling for holiday, if you have kids, whatever. If you just don't want to be woken by other people in your, or if you're right by the elevator, like my room was at the Ugh. hotel. So that's our show. You can check us out on facebook.com slash parenting bites. And of course on parentingbites.com. You can check us out on iTunes and the podcast app. Rate, review, subscribe on radio.com. You can find us and all the other Entercom podcasts. Hmm. We didn't even talk that CBS radio is now Entercom. Yeah. That's a whole That's why thing. we're not in the studio. But they are moving find... and setting up new things. Yes, so we'll have a brand new studio next week. But until then, happy parenting. Bye. Bye. Have a good week.